Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week 15 around the NFL. We're almost, almost, it's almost over for the year. It's kind of crazy that we've got to this point. Um, there's there's championships wrapping up this week. Jeff might win a title. Well, it looks like he's going to win the dynasty league we're in. We'll find out. We'll, we'll know for sure when we record uh, our final mailbag show of the year on Tuesday. It'll be our final one. We'll we'll know if Jeff's a champ this year. So um, I am not. I'm not a champ this year. Um, I'm a. I didn't really make any playoffs. It's been a bad year. But hey, I will say this: football's been more enjoyable the last two weeks. Honestly. It's a lot of <laughs> fantasy. Finally, fo- finally root for a team instead of players. <laughs> yeah, except my team sucks. So that's not yeah, good. Say, like, just, I don't know how enjoyable that is. <laughs> but uh, we got we got seven games we're going to go over today. On tomorrow's episode, we're going to go over the remainder of the week in the game. So we're going to start this one off. Buccaneers Falcons is the first one we have. Bucks win 31 27 to go to nine and five. It looks like they're going to be a playoff team now for sure. With that, Tom Brady throws two touchdowns on the day off 31 to 45, 390. I mean, kind of expected of playing against the Falcons. That, that wasn't really too much of a surprise, I would say. Um, Evans caught six of those balls for 110. Brown caught five of them for 93 and a touchdown, a big 46 yard touchdown. And Godwin only was four for 36, but at least he got one touchdown. Uh, but Antonio Brown emerges a little bit today. So that's been waiting to see if that would happen. And a little better game there. Now, Leonard Fournette plays for the injured Ronald Jones. It's not, it wasn't overly impressive, uh, you know, yardage numbers, 14 for 49, but the two touchdowns were huge if you played Leonard Fournette. And that's what he could do. But he, Leonard Fournette really truly is just a disappointment in a way, <laughs> in, in just general football. I mean, yeah, he, he, <laughs> fell, he fell quick. I mean, he gets yeah. two touchdowns. It's good. It's good for this, but he had to, it, it took a Ronald Jones injury to get to this point. Yeah, without a doubt, but they need depth. It'll be interesting to see what happens moving forward with that team. Yeah. I, I don't think – I mean, Ronald Jones has been much better, but yeah. I am I am not sure that he has it locked up quite yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still not completely bought in on Ronald Jones. He's, he's, he's impressed me this year compared to what I expected from him, but I'm not all the way there yet. Not, I mean, not to mention, I mean, this team is strange, right, because they have so many uh, older, very – good players that are probably just outside of their prime. Yep. Uh, you still have a, a lot of key pieces that they want to, they want to keep, keep a hold of. But it'll be interesting, even depending on what happens to them in the playoffs. Like if they get bounced early, does that strategy change at all? Who's going to be on the team even next year? Uh, that is a, uh, the very interesting thing about having a, uh, an older wiser team. I don't know what you want to call it to give it a good <laughs> twist. You know, they're a very good team, but if they don't win it, things will probably get shifted around anyway. It's just, it's crazy to think of the names on this team, like Tom Brady, um, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, LaShawn McCoy. Like it's just, it's insane. Um, can you imagine getting all those people in their prime? That'd be something different, but um, just a lot of names on this one for the Falcons today. Matt Ryan had a, had a good game, 34 for 49, 356 yards, three touchdowns so you know this is matt ryan though you don't know which one you're gonna get you know you, you're just you're, you're never you, you just don't know you know it but that's why i can't start him 
Calvin Ridley, though, massive game for him. 10 for 163 and a touchdown. Gage was 5 for 68 and a touchdown. Hurst caught himself a touchdown as two. Edo Smith had the most carries on the team. This is ugly. This ground game is ugly. 6 for 24 for Edo Smith. Brian Hill, 5 carries for negative 2. Todd Gurley gets 1 carry for negative 1 yard. Caught 2 balls for 15. Um, Yeah. Yeah, they they can't run the ball, and it, I mean at this point, it feels like they're packing it in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much at this point. I mean, as much as I, you know, Todd Gurley hasn't been, uh, like you know, amazing. Uh, he was definitely better in the first half of the season. It does make you wonder. Like Ito Smith is clearly not. I feel like he's not that much better than Gurley, even when Gurley is playing like this. So him only getting one carry feels to me like we have to throw the ball anyway. Like yep. let's not, let's not use, let's not pound it with Gurley. <laughs> Next up, uh, Cowboys beat the 49ers 41 to 33. Andy Dalton threw two touchdowns. Tony Pollard starts for the injured Zeke today and goes 12 for 69, a 5.8 yard carry solid two touchdown runs catches six balls for 63 yards and a lot better than Zeke ever did. That's for sure. I, I I truly wonder this, right? And this isn't like jumping off of the bandwagon really quick because Zeke is still a very good player. But obviously, you're going to have to pay Dak. That's what you. I mean, that's what you found out, right? He's even after that injury, you see that your team does not run nearly as well without him. You have a lot of weapons as far as wide receivers, and then Zeke without him. Obviously, he's still a premier player, but he, you know, he didn't. He didn't answer the call, if you will, whatever, for whatever reason, probably not all of his fault, but then you put Tony Pollard in here and he looks good. And, you know, and it's one game, San Fran's D has not been what it is. I'm not giving him like all the credit in the world, but he, he had a decent game. Yep. Do you think there's a chance that you look to unload a player like Zeke in order to afford other players that are going to need larger contracts? You know, in some situations I could see the team doing that. I just, I don't feel like Jerry Jones is going to do that after paying Zeke what he did. I just don't know if Jerry Jones makes that move. Yeah. I, I also, I don't know if you can even unload a, a no, player like can. that. No, I mean, but, but, but this is, it's really just starts to show that paying these running backs is, is a risky thing to do. I mean, this game or the last game with Gurley, the way, you know, the Rams paid Gurley, that didn't work out. Cowboys paid Zeke. Is it, I don't know if it's working out. It doesn't feel like it's working out. Yeah. Man. Jets paid Bell. Yeah. Didn't, it just didn't work out. It um, yeah, it just doesn't seem to be the move to make. Player like Melvin Gordon holds out for a deal, and he's just honestly he's kind of average too. He's above average, but nothing special. I mean, paying paying running backs, I don't know. This doesn't feel like a way to do things. Uh, for San Francisco, uh, the quarterback situation is it's Nick Mullins with two touchdowns, two picks. C.J. Beathard came in five for seven, a hundred yards and touchdown. I mean, those numbers look impressive, but. It's, you know, it, it, whatever <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Mostert, 14 for 68. I think he left the game with an injury at some point. Um, not sure. You know, some, some ankle injury, so I'm not sure what, you know, what that's going to mean for next week. But Jeff Wilson played 16 carries, 60 yards, got a touchdown as well there. Brandon Ayuk, 9 for 73, got himself a touchdown. He was up there in the ranks this week. He had 13 targets, so it shows why he was ranked so highly. Um, the solid, solid outing, Kendrick Bourne, four for 86 and a touchdown. So, yeah, San Francisco, they were just bit by injuries this year. I think they'll they'll bounce back next year and be a lot better team than this. So. 
Yeah, I think that is going to be one of the takeaways from this year, uh, especially as soon as you see everyone getting healthy. I think they're going to be undervalued because of that. And we've yep. already seen it with right. Brendan Ayuk has has come out and performed while he, yeah. you know, while he's had the opportunity. I think he's going to be a very solid play next year. And then obviously you get Debo back, hopefully for an entire year, you get Kittle back. Yep. And then obviously Garoppolo as well. I'm not as high in Garoppolo because I think this is still a run first team, but yep. he finally will have weapons in order to throw to. So I do think everyone's stock goes up a bit and then oh, we'll yeah, find out what happens with the backfield, but you would have to believe that Mostert will still be the guy uh, and hopefully he's healthy and man, I don't know. They'll, they'll probably still have a lot of running backs they use, but every time he comes back, he does look a little bit better than everyone else there. We have uh, Titans beat up on the Lions, 46-25. Ryan Tannehill, 21-27, 273, threw for three touchdowns, ran for two touchdowns. Monster game for Tannehill. And actually, running for two touchdowns takes away from Henry, who could have even had just – Henry's game could have been insane again, which is still an awesome game. 24 carries, 147 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, Derrick Henry's just running through people right now. I mean, this guy, he's good. He's I, I never I feel like I've never truly given him credit over the over the years. And he's really showing it now. Up over, he's over 1,500 yards for the year again. Just just a great, great season. Oh, hey, Jeff, good for you to know. Uh, Nick Chubb just scored a touchdown. Oh, yes. <laughs> there goes Jeff for his dynasty league. Okay. title yeah that probably won it right there it did it I put you at 99 percent chance of victory you now have the lead yep yep you're good i have you're the lead good. okay yeah, yeah. Good. i was gonna say the um unless good. hunt goes off at the end and then roethlisberger has like the worst game tomorrow i, I should have it but i never want to jinx myself i've seen it before where you're <laughs> like i have a i'm down 10 i have a quarterback i'm gonna win and then he has a crap first half and then he gets injured and you're just like shell shocked so or, i don't <laughs> Or you have Kirk Cousins like yeah. three years ago, and he just needs like 15 points and he can't pull it off. Yeah, I've seen I've seen worse happen, so I don't want to get ahead of myself. God, but that would happen three, live. Three on a and podcast five years too. would be that would be that would be something. Yeah, that happened on a podcast as well while we were recording. <laughs> it's a bad stuff happened to me. Um, for the receivers here for Tennessee, Corey Davis four for one ten. He got a 75 yard touchdown. So one of our listeners, uh, David, I believe we we told him. We, we talked about Corey Davis on the mailbag show with him. We had, he had Corey Davis had burned him earlier earlier in the year when we told him to play him. Pretty sure he rolled with him this time. So they could give him one more out. chance, and yeah, it, it worked, worked out. out. <laughs> uh, Jody Smith five for fifty two. AJ Brown five for forty four, but gets himself a touchdown. Dude, that that guy truly knows how to find the end zone. He does. He really <laughs> does. Um, for the Lions, Stafford went twenty two at thirty two, two fifty two a touchdown. It was a, he was a surprise start today. I did not expect to see him playing, but he does. And they did pull him. I, I, I'm guessing just injury concerns there at the end. DeAndre Swift, 15 carries, 67 yards, two touchdowns. So if you played Swift, you know, it was a good week. I, I'm expecting good things from Swift next year. I think he's shown me some stuff that he can be a good player. But now I just worry about the injury bug. It feels like it hits Lions players. And I've just, that's my worry now. For yeah, next year. I mean, it's always a worry, especially for running back, but he has shown enough. And I, truly, I thought this was going to be earlier in the year, yep. um, you know, that they kind of hand off the keys and say, you know, it's your backfield now. But I, I think next year is going to be truly that like they'll obviously have people behind him, but he will be a the guy there. And I think yep. he'll really get an opportunity to see what he can do with with lead back responsibilities. So he is going to be one that his stock is going to move up drastically. 
luckily he's on a really crap team <laughs> that I happen to love for no reason, I guess, but uh, that might actually drive his value down a little bit. So I think that he might be a very um, gettable yeah. player next year. That, that'll be the, the fun part to kind of figure out. And uh, for the receivers, it was Marvin Jones, 10 of one, 10 for one twelve and a touchdown big game for Marvin Jones. That's about it for good receiving games there. Again, no Galladay. I mean, I'm sure at this point he's just not coming back for the year. Yeah. Which was he shouldn't. Hawkinson, no, he man. Shouldn't. Ooh, Hawkinson, yeah. two for 18 in a fumble to make it a negative score. That's on a the day. brutal one because he was in top the five. top five for yeah. almost everyone as far as yeah. tight ends because that's how it goes with tight end. And that one is a killer. It, it really was a – yeah, it's it's a rough one there. Oh, Colts beat the Texans 27-20. Colts are 10-4. and four. That's a really solid season. AFC has a lot of like good teams right now where you know if the playoffs started today, Baltimore would be not would be out of the playoffs. That is outside nuts. looking in. With, yep. with that's within the expanded playoffs these days. There's one extra team in, in the playoffs now this year, and Baltimore is still on the outside looking in, even after you know that win against the Browns, which and they were looking hot forever. And then yeah, whew, so it's gonna be a really fun. Uh, end of the year to try to figure out who's in and who's out. And not too many of these teams can really take their foot off the gas, which and is a, a lot of fun to watch. NFC's almost set, not quite set, but there's really, there's not that much drama. Maybe one position, like Cardinals are uh, have a game lead over maybe like the Bears or something, something like yeah. that, but not, not much drama there. Um, for the Colts here today, Rivers 22 of 28, 228, two touchdowns. I mean, I got to give it to Rivers. He's been solid recently. He really cut back on the interceptions, which yeah. in just real football, you know, I mean, like, right. I think that is allowing these, you know, this team to win. And on top of that, you know, you're about to get to him, but Jonathan Taylor, I don't know if he was hurt or what, but that little stretch in the middle yeah. of the season when oh. everyone was scratching their head, I have no idea what that was all about because 16 carries for 83 yards and a touchdown. It feels like, and then four catches for 12 yards, but it does feel like he's back yeah. in that lead primary back role and he's doing very well at it 5.2 you know yards per carry it great it was just a weird stretch i don't know what it was but hey it's working out now and then um for the receivers zach pascal five for 79 two touchdowns today ty hilton four for 71 uh, not not as big of a day for ty hilton he's been giving but still that's actually better than what we were looking at earlier in the year with ty hilton so i would have taken that as a bad day you know early on or Houston, Deshaun Watson had a pretty solid game here. 33 of 41, 373, two touchdowns. He threw them to Chad Hansen and Kiki QT. Uh, but the leader, leading receiver on the day was David Johnson. 11 catches for 106. Like, what is this? Is this 2016 Arizona Cardinal David Johnson? Like, what the heck happened here? I'm not sure why they didn't do this earlier in the year either. Right. I mean, like they you still definitely lose, don't want him to be the, yeah, I was going to say, you don't want him to be the lead uh, receiver, but at the same time, it, it worked very, very well. And what about, and he did not get targeted that many times, but Chad Hansen in the last few games has really made himself available to Watson. Like he is actually kind of putting himself in a position where maybe he can play a bigger role next year. I, I you See. don't know. You'll get people back. Yep. But everyone likes a, a guy that is kind of scrappy and, and you know, can play the slot and, and, you know, even a little bit outside that finds a way to get open. Maybe that is just that defenses aren't accounting for him, but, but who knows? Uh, it's just a name that has been thrown around quite a bit. And uh, next up, Dolphins, Patriots. Dolphins win 22-12 to officially end the Patriots' playoff chances on the year. It's officially over for the Patriots. Tua went 20 of 26, 145, no touchdowns, and a 
pick. Salman Ahmad comes back. Like, I don't understand this backfield here. It's crazy. <laughs> They're all over the place. So Gaskin's out now. Ahmed <laughs> comes back 23, carries 122 yards of touchdown. And Matt Breida, that's the best we've seen from him, 12 for 86. Finally gave him that. That was the funny part, too. They ran the ball a lot. Yeah, they did. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to tell us about Tua, but yeah, I know, right? But it is good to find, like see him do something yeah. <laughs> because we were completely off on, on the backfield and how that was going <laughs> to shake were. out. That's a yeah, that's a hard part. But this team is um, I mean, how are they nine and five? You look at <laughs> Selvin Ahmad is is their lead running back. And Durham yeah. Smith led them. Lynn Bowden Jr. was the number two wide receiver. Uh, I have no idea. Like, their defense is that good, but it's just kind of cracks me up. Like, you, they've they've made the best of their situation. Well, yeah, by nine, far. nine and five, solid year. Nine and five, and you bet. It's so funny that they went to two uh, halfway through the year. Yeah, right. still. Like, that still blows my mind. <laughs> uh, for the Patriots, ugliness today for – them really 12 points it's not a good day cam newton 17 of 27 209 cam newton will not be a starting quarterback in the nfl next year i think we know this at this point right there's no way he sticks around i like how, how would they bring him back He's, no he showed early on like first couple of games they were using him correctly and it was looking good and then it just all just went went downhill yeah. there, there's a few I mean, if they don't draft one, but there's definitely a few QBs that were on one-year contracts, and then there'll be more. I mean, do they go try to get Carson Wentz or something? <laughs> Actually, Carson Wentz would work. I think he would work really well in that system. Yeah. Cam Newton, you're you're trying to fit him in, and we were kind of hoping, obviously, that with Bill Check being a, a football genius, if you will, was going to be able to figure out a way to use yep. him correctly. Like you said, sometimes they did, sometimes it didn't work. But that is, you know, you're you're definitely flipping that coin with cam when you have this yep. type of team what and uh just to finish it out jacoby myers actually did have a nice game yeah. receiving seven catches for 111 yards other than that i mean james white four for 52 well, other than that not a whole lot going on so only michelle randomly gets 10 carries for 74 yeah. well, with damian harris, harris out, was out yeah but look look solid in that in that bit yeah they, they do have a couple i mean damian harris and sony michelle once again i don't think that their their backfield or running game is going to get less confusing going into next no. year no. I, th- I still think Damian Harris will probably be the guy, but I, I don't know what that means for the Patriots. We'll we'll have to wait and find out how, how much. Like, obviously, I'm sure Belichick right now is just miserable because he yeah. was it 11 years in a row that he's made the playoffs. Is it really that long or is it or am I, mean, I off on that? They've only missed the playoffs once, I believe, in this entire stretch since 2000. What was it? 2001, I believe. 2000. Oh, wow. When they started, they missed the so only could, year they could be. The only year they missed the playoffs was the year Brady was out with um, ACL. It was ACL, I think, and Matt Castle was their starter. They still and they went eleven and five that year and missed, missed it the by playoffs. A game. Yeah. yeah, they missed it with the tiebreaker. That was the only year they haven't made the playoffs in that run. That is, is mind blowing. Yeah. So it has to hurt very badly to know that the two times that you don't make the playoffs are without Tom Brady. Well, and they uh, just. They just didn't look good. They haven't looked good this year. They don't, they're not no. a good team, like whatsoever. No, definitely are not. But even, even though, like, I'm sure yeah. that he's not over there thinking, yeah. you know, that. And I'm yeah. sure he's not just like, I'm without time. I'm sure it's all like a perception, right? right? Like, I'm sure he wanted to do it the same way Brady wants to do it. I'm sure they, you know, it, it's nothing but love, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm sure that they want to win without the, their counterpart that everyone associates with. And especially with Brady having big game throwing that late touchdown to Antonio Brown yep. and probably going to the playoffs. 
you feel a little like absolved. And then that same day, Belichick officially gets bounced and his team just doesn't look good. I don't know what that's, it it, it can't be good for Belichick. He can't feel good about it, but I don't know. I, you know, they were good for a long time and I don't know how they kept making it work because they weren't getting good draft picks these players weren't working out. It's been like Nikhil Harry in the first round ended up being a terrible pick and you know, the other things like this. And they just, I think they got, I don't know. I think Tom Brady was pretty good. Honestly, good defense in Tom Brady. And without a doubt. And I I think the, the special thing that has been new England for the past decade and the thing that I really appreciate about them, first of all, they're not afraid to trade back into the draft and find guys yep. that will fit their system, but they, and they only pay the guys they can't replace, right? They would pay yep. Brady, even yep. though he probably could have got paid more, but they pay him. They pay Gronk. They pay their, um, their offensive line, a few of those guys, and then a few key defensive players. But anytime a, a CB, you know, got too, too big of name recognition, he wanted that big contract, right. he's gone. Anytime, no, I mean, so they never, they never did that, but I think they've lost too many key players and, and not to mention that defense, people forget this. I mean, even I have to remind, but that defense should be a lot better than they are this year. They had like three key players that opted out Yeah, they did because, because, you know, for whatever reason, obviously health concerns and everything like that. So next year, I don't know what their contracts look like, but next year they should be a lot better immediately. So if they get that offense going in the right direction, they'll have a better draft pick and they need a better quarterback could be a com- yeah exactly they it, they could be a completely different team they could be rel- like i'll say relatively but they could be a very good team truly good. definitely uh next up bears beat the vikings here 33 27 trubisky 15 to 21 202 a touchdown and a pick the stories david montgomery continues to be you know a fantasy star here down the stretch 32 carries 146 yards two touchdowns he just continues to get it done here. His schedule's been favorable. I mean, you, you kind of knew he would have a decent stretch. I guess you didn't expect this. This is the best. I mean, obviously the best this guy's played in his career. And next week he plays Jacksonville, so it's not going to slow down next week. I mean, David Montgomery might be winning some championships for people this year. Then uh, Allen Robinson, four for 83, and Mooney was four for 49 in a touchdown. So, yeah, David Montgomery, honestly, he's – He's going to be on a bunch of championship teams. I can just see that happening for sure. And, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. just, <laughs> yeah. it is funny though, because when you look at it, I mean, the fact that he got 32 carries should definitely be one of the, the larger things, but the last four games you talked about, he scored one rushing touchdown up into, I mean, what I'm trying to think what week that was. I mean, through the green Bay game. So in like the last three games, he scored like five rushing touchdowns and then all the rest of the season he had one and just showing the complete turn that they've made with yeah. Trubisky and the way that they're playing ball because 32 rushes is pretty ridiculous for anyone, let really alone is. someone that had been struggling earlier in the year. I think they finally figured out like Trubisky don't turn the ball over. We're just going to try to pound it out again and they're getting back to winning, which was good because Vikings are a, they're a decent team. And yeah, for the Vikings here, Cousins, Threw for 271, two touchdowns, and a pick. Justin Jefferson was eight for 104. Uh, Conklin caught a touchdown, and Adam Thielen did catch a touchdown, but it was only two for 11. Not much else there for the touchdown saves yet. And then it's just another solid game from Delvin Cook. 24 carries, 132 yards, and touchdown. He's just I been love, good. I love 132 yards. It's just solid now. Solid. <laughs> we expect I mean, so much out of that guy. He's just – he's had a great season. Just continues to be. And – 
Yeah, I think he's going to be what the number one running back on the year, and then probably Henry right behind him. One, they're one two, so don't know who's going to actually finally end the year out number one there. Then final game for us on this show today: Seahawks Washington. Seahawks win twenty to fifteen, but again, it's like this offense has not been the same. I mean, they clinched a playoff berth; they're ten and four, but this is not the same Russell Wilson we had early on in the year where he was just lighting up the scoreboard. 18 of 27, 121 yards, one touchdown, one pick. DK Metcalf was six of 43, lock at four for 34. Jacob Hollister caught the one touchdown. Hey, Chris Carson, 15 carries, 63 yards. Carlos Hyde got a 50 yard touchdown, so he had a solid day there. But yeah, I don't know what happened to Russell Wilson in this offense this last um this last well, last week he played the Jets. That was a that that was different. But take away the Jets game, and it's really not been not been a great second half of the season for you know for for Russell Wilson, honestly. No, uh, it's fantasy bad. wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been, yeah, fantasy wise, they're ten and four. Yeah. They're fine. But um, I guess my question to you, because of and that's not a, a isolated event. Usually, after one game, we're kind of like, don't worry about it. Even for someone like for like Metcalf and Russell Wilson two three games even where like you know you're sticking with them yep. at this point though if you're going into that last that last game and and somehow you've made it through right even if you're playing these guys do you I mean do you put Russell Wilson into your lineup do you play Metcalf there's a, usually there's a you know more depth on these teams it's quite possible that you have a player that would be in the same vicinity of I mean, them and if they're playing if they're hot and he's not I'd have a hard time not playing Metcalf just I think he can go off. Um, mm-hmm. Wilson, I, I would also probably have a hard time not playing him, but there are situations where you could see, like maybe you picked up Jalen Hurts, you know? And Jalen Hurts has been good. Would you, if you picked up a Jalen Hurts, what do you do? I would think in most situations you're probably playing him. And they got you here. You're probably rolling with them. But not in every situation. I must say it's not, a, it's not just an automatic start. It, you have to look at who you have. But, I mean, yeah, you could definitely have Jalen Hurts if you have Russell Wilson and maybe play Jalen Hurts. DK, I think DK's in my lineup yeah. no matter and what. He's been okay. He just yeah. hasn't been a monster like he was. Yeah, yep. It's really only been the past three, three, four games for him that he's come, come down to earth. He hasn't been bad, but at the same time, it's not what you've expected out of him. So that's it'll be right. interesting. On, on the other side, <laughs> I mean, yeah. which is crazy. They're six and eight. Uh, the Giants right now are playing in order to find out if they overtake them because they would yeah. have the, the not looking likely for the Giants. Yeah, not right looking now. likely, probably won't. So this is a playoff bound team, probably. Dwayne Haskins gets the start. He attempts fifty five passes. He ends up with two hundred ninety five yards, one TD with two interceptions, and uh, McLaurin seven for seventy seven. Logan Thomas is one of the big things. Obviously, thirteen catches for one hundred and one as a tight end. And then the other one is uh, one of your guys that, that you like to kind of throw in there every once in a while, J.D. McKissick. 13 yeah. carries for 51 yards, which is just whatever. But they threw it to him 10 times. He caught nine of them for yeah. 56 yards in a touchdown. He's what honestly been – about him? I think – especially with well, this – if Antonio Gibson's back next week, things could change a little bit. But, I mean, in PPR leagues, J.D. McKissick's a start. Completely – he's easily a start in PPR. And in standard leagues, if Gibson's not there next week, I think you play him. He's getting those catches, man. He's getting that. He's getting enough work. But I think PPR is a sure thing. In standard stardom, 
I would. I mean, he can start, but if uh, Antonio Gibson's there, it's not as easy to start him for sure. But it's um, it's, he's been the, one of those interesting players. You could kind of see it coming on for a bit there when he was getting catches and targets, and then it's just been even better here lately. So solid, solid season for J.D. McKissick. Didn't really expect that. But all right, that's about all we have for this one. We'll be back tomorrow, tomorrow's episode with the four remaining Sunday games. Plus, we'll talk about two Saturday games as well and go over all that for you. All right, talk to you guys then.